I'm not just hilarious. I'm also super talented at graphic design. You can hire me for any of your graphic design needs, logos, pamphlets, your kid's school flyer, whatever you need me to do. Please check out my website. It is kristenfinger.com. That's Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N. My mom decided to spell it weird. Sorry. Finger, like on your hand. That's an F, an I, an N, a G, and an E, and an R. Wow, I almost forgot how to spell finger. Whew. So that's kristenfinger.com. You can check out all my work there. You can contact me at kristenmfinger at gmail.com. Please hire me. I'd love to work for you. I like to work on graphic things. Now I'm just stalling. Gosh. All right. Hire me. I'm going to do a boomerang. What does that mean? Get all of you in it. What is a boomerang? Yes. Like panorama, but yeah. half? Yeah. What? Like a panorama, like you just go boom, like a boomerang. It goes forever, so it's like, yeah, hey, right back ho. Oh, it cut some people off. That, that came right uh, back to her. Uh-huh. Are you guys both speaking English? How about with that Scottish accent? It's a great, great day to do a boomerang. I can only say, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor in Scottish. Who's Ian McGregor? Excuse me? No, I'm cutting I will a rip a bitch. I'm <laughs> joking a bitch. <laughs> I Where would... does he rank for you? He is two. And, of course, Tom Hiddleston, Hiddleston is one. one. So, what, are there five? Yeah. Uh, are they all Brits? No. No. But most of them? Mm-hmm. So who Chris are your Pratt? top five? Uh, number one, Tom Hiddleston. Pratty yeah. Pratt Pratt. Number two, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Number JT? Three, Jake Gyllenhaal. American making the list. Wait, which Jake Gyllenhaal? The one from where he's the reporter? I forget that. Donnie um, Darko. Gyllenhaal. Right. Oh, the one where he's the now, paparazzi? The pr- that was a Ooh, awesome, so awesome, good. Never saw great that. movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was an good. awesome movie. Yeah. Nightcrawler. 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 Oh, but he's fun. creepy there. Brokeback, Jake Gyllenhaal is hot. Yeah, he's... Mm, well, bearded or no beard? Either. Okay. All right. Either. That's So he's three. Three. Who, who's uh, four? Four is, I would say, this is interesting, but... Joshua Jackson. I have loved him well, for so long. Oh, Skulls 1 and 2? Don't know. Oh. I don't know who yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know who that is. He it's... played Pacey on Dawson's Creek and Dawson's also don't know who that is. he was in Mighty Ducks. Don't know who that is. Damn. <laughs> you know the Flying Stop V? That and listen. You know the Flying V. Come on. Don't even <laughs> just, pretend you just don't. Just try. You know the Flying V. <laughs> well, hold, hold on. This, you're naming old. Like, Is this guy relevant now? He's well, Yeah, he's, he's on. a big time HBO show. What show? It's called The Affair. I mean, it's an HBO show, but yeah, oh, he's more relevant than what's her name? Who's doing Michael's commercials? Yeah, yeah. yeah nobody knows busy, who that busy is. Phillips. Who is busy that? Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Who's it? Who's yeah. it talking Although about? busy Phillips just is somebody super to compare to. involved in comedy in LA right now. So what? Who? I do like her. She's like busy yeah, Phillips. She, she's, busy. She's cool. But she, yeah, she's not doing as. But she's like Michelle. She's like Michelle's Michelle Williams. Who are they talking? Yeah, weird. Yeah, basically. Know, it's like, like Allie and I's relationship is like their relationship. Yeah, they're total. You know, that's great. But yeah, wait, kid, stop. Pause. Okay. Who are these women who are? Did you watch each Freaks other? and Geeks? They're not. No. no. Yeah, you should. Michelle Williams and Freaks Busy and Phillips Geeks. met doing Dawson's Creek in like the early thousands. <laughs> They've thousands. been like friends ever since. But they're friends basically, or friends. No, no they're no, friends. They're they're, they're, they're straight. But they're, it's award, Allie and I. Yeah, every right. award show. Like I would take Allie to every award show. Sorry, I pretend John, but... you, that you're not, so that's fine. Right. So it's that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's number five? Chris Pratt. 
Pratty Pratt Pratt. And that's Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt, too. Yeah. Like, that's like, now, hello. Do you know who number six is? Steve Roney. Paul Rudd. Oh, uh, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Wait. Really? What? He is one of the sexiest men alive. Paul, Paul Rudd? Rudd. Paul Rudd from Friends? Well, he's the, from he's slapping the sixth. The bass. No, from Seth, slapping sixth. the bass. <laughs> <laughs> you taste like burger. I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I top like three. Him. Give me your top three. Mary. I mean, my wife, Mary. Okay. This is gross. All right. I would mind. give mine. I will give Forget it. Maggie Gyllenhaal is my first. If you guys first. are going to play the game, then we're going to... No, no. It's not that. It's just like... Um... <laughs> Ian's like, God, you're limiting me to three. No. Well, I just like... It, it's like ever-changing, and I guess... I mean, like, I've always had a thing for... Uh... Charles yeah, S. Sutton. Sure. <laughs> is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Is it Jake? Oh, Which Jake Gyllenhaal? Like, why is that? Rock, remember? ROC before, you know, The Rock. Ving Rames? Because, you know. We think you like bald black men, yeah. and that's totally cool. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that is cool. Oh, yeah, Charles Dutton. I didn't. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, Tina Fey is. Mm. But that, it's like, that. that's like. Yeah. That's Trying like to put a good word in with yeah. Steve. Is that what yeah. that is? Tweet that, Tina. <laughs> yeah. like, Steve, go ahead. Give us your top one. Amy Poehler. Mm. Okay. Uh, who else tweets? <laughs> yes, please. Who else tweets? She doesn't <laughs> that, tweet. Is, that, that's all you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump tweets an awful lot. I've, Jesus. Never and mind. Jesus tweets. Yeah. Also, you know what? This is hard. I this is difficult. I'm gonna bump Chris Pratt. Pratty Pratt Pratt's going number five. He tweets. He became bump six. Him. Paul is seven. Oh. Chris Evans is now five. I don't know who that is. Can't believe did I that heard. just happen? I this is an exclusive. America. That this is an exclusive. Just news. Captain America. Captain America. Captain America beats out Ant Man. You don't put one of the the, Star Lord. Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Oh, she's perfect. But Loki still rocking um, at number one. Just keeping all the Marvel intact there. You want my top five women? Yes. Okay. Julie, Mary, Anne Marie, and Allie. (laughs) That was only four. Is Kristen the fifth? Am I five? Kristen is number five. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. Oh, my God. We haven't even started yet? <laughs> no, we are almost done. Ian's uh, reaching into a noisy bag. Yeah, you have, to, you have to time it perfectly, Ian. Finger did it. She timed it perfectly. She's got show sense. With me tonight are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Hello, Jesse. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, pal. And in the storyteller chair, Kristen Finger. Hi, Steve. Take it away, Kristen. Guys, I moved to the Big Apple when I was 18 years old. Wow. Now, this was a big deal for little Wait, Kristen. Is this a porn? <clears throat> yep. Okay. Penthouse letter. So I never I thought up, this would happen to me. I grew up in Horsham, Pennsylvania, which is just suburbia. Hmm. So moving to New York City when I was 18, I literally couldn't believe my mother actually let me do this. Uh, I had stars in my eyes and one goal. Stars. I'm insanely jealous as of this moment yeah. in time. I wanted to do the same thing. Were you doing this solo or did anyone go with you? I went by myself. Good for you. I auditioned for an acting school that sounds so pretentious, but it's not. It's called the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, and it's a two-year conservatory. Drop some names. Who went there? Danny DeVito. Nice. 
Spencer Tracy. Are you starting nice. at the top of the list or the middle? <laughs> Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> wow. He, she started at the, <laughs> She's getting she started, right. she started at the bottom of the list. It's a weird timeline. Paul Rudd. <laughs> nope. Is that true? Yeah. Nope. He oh, the, best for land. He went to the one in LA. There's one in LA and one in New York. And what's it called? The American Academy of Dramatic Arts. So did you have like a pocket full of money to go there or did you have a scholarship or? I had zero. So you just picked up and drove there? Yes. So this was the college that I chose to go to. My dad died when I was 12 and I thankfully got social security money that my mom just 100% saved for college. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I got that every month from when I was 12 to 18. So that's what paid for you to go to New York. That paid for me to go to New York the first year. That's That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She paid my school like flat out. That's awesome. You know, no student loans or anything from that school. Can, can I give you a couple of names that are a little bit better than, no offense to Danny DeVito, but you have Kirk Douglas, Robert Redford, Lauren Bacall, Grace Kelly, yeah. and then Danny DeVito. Yeah. So <laughs> you got some quality on there. I like DeVito a lot. I Anne Hathaway, DeVito. Anne Bancroft, yeah. Sarah Paulson. Anne Bancroft, right there. Boom. Done. Yeah. Done. Hume Cronin. These are great names. Jason Robards. Fuck everybody. God damn. It was the really... late great Don Rickles. Oh, yeah. too Hank soon. Azaria. You know, too soon. And you met all these people. No, oh. <laughs> not a one. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was really cool because every graduating class, all their headshots were on like this huge, I don't know, five foot by seven foot like framed thing all through the halls of everything. So mine's somewhere in there. Oh, I don't nice. know where. Nice. But, so I wanted to move to New York because I just wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. I was like, that's the only reason why I'm moving to New York. I'm going to audition for this school because it's up there. Then I will be in New York and it will happen. And now I'm in a basement with you guys. So I'm pumped. Stop. I'm pumped. <laughs> My Stop. basement. But Steve's got the connection to Saturday Night Live. He's like a one degree away. Steve, so. I don't understand why this hasn't happened already yeah. for me. Oh, it's We're all works. sitting in the basement, <laughs> it's Kevin. It's in the works. Don't say that to me. That's what John says when I say, are we getting married? Don't worry. It's in the works. <laughs> Relax. So I thankfully got into this acting school with no acting training prior. I just uh, did theater classes in high school. And I think that was why. What they, was the application? Process? I had to go do two monologues in front of these two very scary people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was the first audition I'd ever done in my life. I think I wasn't actually nervous because I was just like, eh, if I don't get this, I'll go to Tyler. You know what I mean? Right. So I got in, my mom and I moved my stuff up there and there was no dorms or anything like that. So I lived in like this weird hotel that what? was turned Jesus. into dorms. Wait, stop. The hotel you, from you, Big? You were a freshman <laughs> in college living in a weird hotel it was a hotel and your mom no it was a hotel that had been turned into student housing for schools like mine that didn't have dorms like nyu had dorms my school didn't have dorms so it was sort of school affiliated but no not at all it was just a whole bunch and your mom was okay with this she found it (laughs) okay (laughs) just wanted to get rid of her (laughs) (laughs) your mom has become even more of a hero to me she's the bomb I don't know how Holy she crap. pulled away from me that day. Like, oh my god, I don't. know. It broke her heart. Left me in New York. It broke her heart. All I knew, but she how did to it. Do she was did it? Ride the N train from Brooklyn Heights to Thirty Fourth Street to go to my school. Oh on my 31st god, Street. and make ramen noodle. And make ramen noodles. That's it. She's the best. 
Yes. My schooling started and stuff like that. And I met some friends at school. And Were you a mess? Or were you pretty cool with I this? Was were a you like psyched? But then you're like, wait, am I over my head? I was a fucking mess for like yeah. the first month. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought it would be a brilliant idea to go up there like a month before school started so I could figure out what I was doing. Uh-huh. That's smart. You would think that's smart. Yeah. But I didn't know anyone up but there. But it's New York. Yeah. From Hor- from Horsham. Horsham. Yeah. So I was excited to find a video store up the street and i think i just rented and watched movies for a month did you ever cried i had a roommate that wasn't coming until a month after i started my school okay you were on your own you were alone i was alone you were We're, doing the the big thing you were like tom hanks and big yeah where you're in new york but you weren't ready for new york were most of the students your age like 18 19 the students at my school were about 22 and older Oh, jeez. They had already failed out of whatever they were going to do. <laughs> they went to like Shippensburg for a theater major and yeah. then were like, I actually want to do this. I should probably go to a school that's going to be better on my resume. That has theater in the title. That has theater in the title. So this was like their graduate school. So I was a baby. Whenever we went out, it was like, oh, well, Chris is going to come with us. Uh, we'll just give her, you know, your ID. So I would use my friend Carrie's ID because we both had blonde hair and sort of looked alike. It, it just what, was ridiculous. What year is this? 2000 to 2005, I lived in New York. Did it work, those IDs? Yeah. Uh, so you were there with the, when the terrorist attack? Correct. Okay. That was is that awful. a different story? That's a very different story. That's an awful story. My school was about four blocks from the Empire State Building, oh, wow. which was suspected to be hit, too. Yeah. So that was awful. That was awful living in New York, obviously, right after that, because it was just like military everywhere in the subways. They thought there was chemicals everywhere, so people were wearing like hazmat suits just well, the to anthrax. go to work. Yeah. There was anthrax. Right. Everyone was dressed in like something. Like a sci-fi movie. Yeah. And also, like, where I lived eventually in Astoria, you have to go under the river, and then the train becomes outside. So to go under the river right after 9-11 happened, I I had to leave an hour and a half before I had to be somewhere like at work because the train would just stop under the river and wait because there were so many attacks, like terror, like they thought there was going to be attacks. Yeah. Yeah. So that was awful. So uh, year two, thankfully, Kristen got asked back. You have to, so you go year one. They do some training and very hard, like rigorous training. Scenes? I mean, just everything? Yeah. So there's no math. There's no no science. There's no... There was no (laughs) No phones. Watch it. So I had a speech class. So that was like Dr. Uh, what is from My Fair Lady, that guy. Uh-huh. Henry Dick Higgins. And so, thank you. Henry uh, Higgins. We had movement. I was going to say Doolittle. Yeah. So did I almost. I uh, think Rex Harrison guy. played both of them, yeah. <laughs> we had movement classes, which was like dance and then just other weird things. Uh-huh. Shakespeare, Greek track, like, and musical yeah. stuff. It was a dream fucking come true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I want to go back now. I'd be a star. I know that sounds so conceited, but it's like I was 18 fucking years old. Right. Knowing what you know now. I didn't know anything. I was just worried about the cute boys. And here's the thing. Everyone that got into this school was attractive, like on some level, because they want people to be hired outside of the school so they can say Grace Kelly went here. Right. Aren't you glad I looked that up so you didn't have to pull DeVito back out? <laughs> no offense, Danny. He's not retweeting this. His headshot literally Maybe. is exactly the same as what he looks like now. Like, mm-hmm. And that was when he was like 20. So I got in the second year, and that's when I started becoming closer friends with this group of guys that were awesome. And they started doing a stand-up and stuff like that. 
I bet them that I could go do it too. Because I was like, well, I am here to be on Saturday Night Live. I should probably start doing comedy. Right. Maybe. So I started doing stand-up regularly in New York for like three years and stuff like that, which was awesome. Name drop, met Jim Gaffigan. And he's a lovely human being. Jay Gaff, shout out. Yeah, no, he was genuinely lovely. I I enjoyed our time at the bar spent, and then we would ride the six train, and then part ways he'd go to Brooklyn, and I went to Queens. Oh, that's cool. Very, very nice. Are you going to tell the advice he gave you? Because I love it. Uh, Oh, that I was doing stand-up wrong. Mm -hmm. I was just improvising what I was doing. I would never do the same set again, because I didn't think it would be funny again. Right. I just (laughs) would get up and improvise what I felt like talking. It's the opposite of stand-up. But he told you you're doing improv, and now you do improv. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably... Yeah, sure. I actually, and thank God for Marge for saving things. So she would come up. I had a regular spot at Stand Up New York every Thursday. I had a seven minute spot every Thursday night. Ooh, seven minutes. At what age? 20? Yeah. Damn. What were you talking about? I would walk from the video store or the gap where I worked. I worked at both places and I would just write down, I'm going to talk about folding pants. I'm going to talk about my Disney trip. I'm going to talk about the fact that I ordered pizza and it took too long. Like that's all I would write down. Mm -hmm. And then I would just interact with the people that were like around or I would just go off on tangents. Yeah. And then seven, then it was like blinky, blinky the light. And I'd be like, that's my time. And then I'd never do that again. (laughs) And they they kept asking you back. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Kristen Finger. Gosh, mom, it's Friday night. The first Friday of the month. I don't know what to do. I know what you should do, sweetheart. You should go down to the playground at 2030 Sansom Street and see Double Play. Double Play? What's Double Play, Mom? That's the best darn improv group here in Philadelphia. It's comprised of seven different improvisers. Seven different improvisers? That's right, son. They do two different sets, and they're directed by the amazing Maggie Keegan Landis. Wow, what time did you say that was at again, Mom? I didn't yet, son. <laughs> It's at 10 o'clock, the first Friday at the playground. Double play comedy. Wow, Mom. Can't believe you're the one making my Friday night plans. I can. You're 33 and you live in my basement. (laughs) Mom. Do you like mostly improvised comedy inspired by conjecture and hearsay? Then we have the podcast for you. Elvis and... All the King's Men supplied the stories... Then we took those tales and turned them on their heads. In addition to the king, you'll meet the cast of characters that populated his world. Mama. Oh, Elvis. Vernon. Son. The Colonel. You know what? Draw two dollar signs. That way they'll know I mean business. Lamar. Can we get back to this game show? Marty. I don't want to go to jail for killing a chimp. And the West Boys. To the warning shot to the sky. Just let them know Elvis is here, baby. Plus, you'll enjoy special guests like Carl Perkins. Someone in here stepping on in a blue suede shoe. President Nixon. I tell you, Mr. Presley, you're really speaking my language here. Leon Redbone. Johnny Cash. Snap out of it, asshole. And multiple Cosbys. We did it. We're here. I'm out of here. And we're going to see the basketball and the playing and the dribbling and the flim flam and the whip New episodes drop on the first of every month, while mini episodes and bonus content drop between shows. Elvis and a king-sized comedy podcast about the excesses of the rock and roll lifestyle. Available on iTunes, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Subscribe and download today. That's enough of that horse shit. 
So my mom would come up every Thursday because I had that standing spot. She would drive from Horsham, Pennsylvania. Every Thursday? Not every Thursday. A lot of them. A lot With a van full of her friends. And like the show started at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. She's a teacher. Fucking A, man. And then go home. And then go home right after I was done. You have no idea what a gift that is from a teacher. She's brilliant. She's amazing. Yeah, two-hour drive. Come up. Watch me do my seven minutes. They had to pay the cover, buy two drinks, and then go home. What a mom. Uh, she oh, my saved, God. She saved one of the lineup sheets that was like out on the front window that said tonight's lineup is, and it had my name with Jim Gaffigan's name. So oh, cool. years later when he did something at the Troc here in Philly, I went and I brought that and he was like, holy shit, finger. And like, I he hugged me and oh, then he really? signed that. Oh, and I have that like framed on my wall. Oh, like, that's it was, awesome. It was, re- it was really cool. Uh, so Before you had nine kids. I know. Oh, my gosh. Good for you, buddy. So one Thanksgiving, I was going home and I took the, I guess, what is it, New Jersey Transit to Trenton, got off, got all yep. accepted and took it here. I was waiting in Penn Station. I was just by myself because I was going home by myself and waiting by the flipboard, waiting by the flipboard. And that's like one of my favorite just pastimes is just watching that flip, which is yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I hope they never digitalize. Like, it's they just mesmerizing. Yeah. They will. They got rid of it at Penn Station. Um, 30 Street. 30 Street. No. Yeah. They'll ruin it. They did. Yeah. They ruin everything. It's the best. The best. No, they, they're going to ruin it. I love do. that sound. It cost them a guy. Yeah. And now they can save this guy's salary. This guy's... Yeah. Oh. Just one guy pushing a button is going to control every train station in America. Ooh. Yeah. Sucks. Well, there goes that fun. Sorry. Uh, so I was waiting <laughs> under the, the sign to <laughs> I see... I blame myself. To see what track my train would be on. This is 2002. I obviously watch Saturday Night Live every Saturday because this is all I want and all I still want, really. I see this super hot guy walk by me and he's wearing a Gap sweatshirt, which is, I think, why I noticed him first. So thank God I worked at the Gap because I was like, I've folded that numerous times. What is it? What does a Gap sweatshirt look like? It was in 2002. It was those just like solid color with huge embroidery letters that just said Gap. They were really? Yeah, they were huge then. Like. That right. oh my god we had like every freaking color you can imagine. Wasn't that thing where they had the year with with no other information? I think so. I think maybe like yeah like it was during that phase. It was during that phase. All right. So this hot guy walks by and I was like yowza right because that's how Aruga that's my eyes popped out of my yeah, head. Yeah, nineteen twenties Aruga and two thousand and twos. A yowza. yowza. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so different. a long way, baby. We're right there. It's so different. <laughs> we are right there. So, I see that he goes over and starts using one of the ticket machines. And of course, a 20 year old is still checking out this super hot guy. And he turns around and I was like, holy shit, that's Jimmy Fallon. And I was like, he's on the show. That I moved to New York for. Yeah. I need to go talk to him. (laughs) Because he's going to... He's going to get me on the show, is what I thought. We'll make sweet love right here We're going to make sweet love. (laughs) We're going to get married. Under the ticker. Exactly. Yeah. So, he's approachable. This is 2002 Jimmy Fallon. This is when he was like in the background he's, of sketches I think he's and still, stuff. Like, he's, I think he's still approachable. He, I do too. Well, early, early you, Jimmy. You're Pan. not yes. going to find him wandering Penn Station. No, well, that's, not anymore. that's yeah. true. But if you did, I think if you went over to talk to him, like I think I'm I could sure, talk to him. I'm yes. sure he's a very sweet guy. So he was amazing. I went over and I was like, hi. 
Uh, my name is Kristen. Uh, I am aware of who you are. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I said. I have so that good. information in my brain. I am talking I like a robot. As long as you make love to me. <laughs> talking like a robot because I think you like that. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm, uh, Jimmy. I was like, you're on the show that I moved to New York to try and become a part of. And he was like, really? You want to be on SNL? I was like, I, I do. Since I was like seven, that's that's all I want to do with my life. And I was like, I am at this stuffy uh, acting school just so I could live in New York and, and try and do it. And he was like, Oh, that's so great. He was. He was like, that's so, Oh my god, it's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Oh my god. So like, uh, what do you, you do? Any comedy? So I started like telling him about my stand up. Oh and my stuff god. Like that. And then you got on Saturday Night Live, right? Uh, here oh she my is. god. I'm so <laughs> afraid of how the story ends now. Oh. We literally stood there for a good 25 minutes talking. Mm, that's awesome. And it awesome. was just like, Dreamweaver. Because yeah. like, I had a huge crush on him, too. Sure. Like, I had pictures of him up on my yeah, wall, Yeah, but he's too. married. I get it. Not at then. the time. He wasn't then. Yeah, he was so. a playboy then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. So. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, he said to me, that's great that you're doing stand-up. He's like, do you do improv? And I was like, no. Should I? Oh, I was like, I did bad it. answer. But oh, you were God. doing improv. <laughs> I was doing it pretending I was doing stand-up, right. sort of. Yeah. But I was like, I did improv in high school, but I don't take classes in it. He was like, you got to take classes. Uh, a friend of mine runs a theater down in the village called uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. You should take that classes. And I was like, okay. Okay, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my God. So Jimmy I Fallon. literally, that's, Jimmy Fallon is seriously the reason why I started doing improv and why I'm obsessed with it now. Mm-hmm. Did you not go home and just go right to UCB? That Even though I, they were closed, she just waited. Yeah, <laughs> just stay I there. literally open, open, got open. open. Uh, this was also, I think it was two, maybe it was two thousand one. Never forget because I still had my orange Nokia that like you could throw at a wall and it would still work. Yeah, I had the, my brick. I had my gold brick. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't look up UCB. No, no, no. Like, I was, I was I, just. I you looked, could play Snake. I could play Snake all for day hours. Long. Yeah. The moment I got home, it was like, purr, purr, purr. that's my dial-up at yep. home. Yeah. 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 Everybody's AOL. AOL. Uh, my house still sounds like that. And literally signed up for the 101 class for like the week after I got back from my Thanksgiving break or whatever. And I asked Jimmy while I was with him if he would sign something. And I didn't know what he could sign. And we had both had gum. And he signed a gum wrapper for me. And I laminated it, and I keep it. It's still in my wallet, and it nice. says, uh, "Dear Kristen, see you on the show. Love, Jimmy." Uh, Shit! No. Oh my god! And it is that'll come in handy. Yeah, this is my ticket to get on SNL, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> One, please. One, please. I've got that has kept me ticket. exactly. No, I, I'm just thinking when you're when you're on late night, you can just. Yeah. Remind him of the story and pull it out on. I can't wait for that day. I just want that day to, like, I. Who was his friend that he was talking about? You think it was Amy? Amy. Amy. I mean, that was just amazing time to be at UCB. Uh, I took all my classes there, went to every show. So I saw Matt Walsh and Horatio Sands was almost every single night there. Every Ascat show wasn't impossible to get to. Students just got in. And I saw, like, every Ascat show. And went to DCM then when it wasn't the explosion that it is now and stuff right. like that. Who were your teachers at UCB? Because to me, that's maybe not more amazing, but pretty freaking amazing. The people that 
Seth Morris yep. and Paul Shear. Awesome. <laughs> so fucking And George good. Badiker. He was 101 and 201. We would go to this bar after every class. That's where I met Will Farrell and Rachel Dratch and Amy Poehler because they were just sitting having beers. It just, that's how they live. And I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And they yeah. were just sitting there drinking and I couldn't believe I got to be a part of it for some of those nights. You know what I mean? Because my teacher would just be like, come, Damn. come sit with us. And I'd just be like drooling at just the talent and just how much I wanted that so bad. And I thought they were the coolest. Well, guess what? Now you're that for some other young bucks. You really are. It's the weirdest. So Jimmy Fallon, thank you so much. Yeah. At Jimmy Fallon. At Jimmy Fallon at thank Tonight you. Show NBC. Hashtag. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Each week, we bring in some of the funniest writers and performers from the Philly comedy scene. Someone tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out every Monday. Hashtag give Kristen an audition.